This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And they're racing in the Melbourne Cup. Twilight Payment tries to break their hearts. Bear with a clear kick. What a ride. What a win. In a cup we'll never forget. Great to have your company once again on 10 Speaks Racing, brought to you by the Tab, and it is one of the great days. Caulfield Cup Day, the biggest lead-in to the Lexus Melbourne Cup, which we're all getting very excited about, mind you, because it's not too far away until you'll see all the action live on 10. But we need to find the winner of the Caulfield Cup and also a few other specials on the day. And doing it, as always, is the A-team. David Gately, James Winks, Britt Taylor. We've got Nick Quinn from the tab. Gentlemen, to you two, first of all, how are we? Real good. Uh, yeah, I'm good. What's, what's with the phone? No, no, just, is that some late mail for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little help. alarm. Just, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, good. You're, you're awake. That's good. Yeah. We need that. <laughs> uh, how did we end up last week? I'm going to bring Britt in because we, 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 we've got a scorecard, don't we? We've only been doing this a couple of weeks and we've got a $1,700 bottle of red uh, that we have been betting between Britt and Winksy. How are you, Britt? What's the scorecard? Yeah, look, God, I can't remember. A week is such a long time ago. Winksy, can you just remind me what happened last week and what the current score is? Yeah, unfortunately, it's too love your way, but that's all right. We've got... Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate, Derby. So it's best of five, in my opinion. <laughs> so you lost out in the guineas last yeah, week. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. But and data, data, my man, said the horse went too fast. Because how early. did this all start again? I don't know. Do you remember? Because well, it, it was, what was the call you made? Well, the, the phrase just wins. It, it's just the cardinal sin when it comes to punting is you can't say just wins. And that's exactly what you said about very elegant. However... Last week, we learned something because you used uh, just win for I'm Thunderstruck with a caveat. So I think you can have a caveat and perhaps the horse can still perform. Well, hang on. Let's just rewind the tape just for posterity, not for bragging, but for posterity. What did happen last week? I'm Thunderstruck looks a great draw. You don't want him to miss it, and I don't want to get him buried uh, back um, in the middle of the pack. Uh, he wants a bit of clear air, I think. If he gets it, he just wins, I think, the way he's going. Just wins. <laughs> the JW. You couldn't have asked for a better ride from Jai McNuller. I've watched that helicopter vision and the, uh, you know, the rider camp. It's just insane. He showed heart, Winksy, that you didn't quite display on the track. You've done it subsequently, but how gutsy was that last week? Yeah, uh, in jockey's terms, you just have to suck it in. And when it's that tight, um, hope for the best. But look, she's had the horse. What do you do? Favourite. 
600 out from home i'm steaming i've just got to i've just got to try and make things happen you know yeah. and he was lucky that the horse had the ability and confidence to be able to keep going where he put his head and yeah, great ride and uh, got the chips. I've been sucking it in for about 10 years. I haven't had that success, so well done. Mm. Well done to John. Hey, let's look at this Caulfield Cup. We're going to go through quickly, runner by runner. Uh, Quinny, from the Tab's perspective, gee, after the barrier draw, what's the market doing? And we'll go through runner by runner, as I said. So let's kick it off with number one, Homesman. Has there been any move in the market? I think it's safe to say Holmesman's one of the few runners that the bookies will be cheering for on Saturday. Currently a $41 chance and not a lot of market support. $41. Gator, any hope Holmesman in this year's Caulfield Cup? Oh, absolutely. He's, he's better than a 40 to 1 chance in my view. Um, you know, he just matched motors with Zaki. Okay, non-conformist ran past him, but he's proven at 2,400 and non-conformist isn't. So... Um, He'll go forward. I, I think, yeah, I think he's a trifecta first four player at Big Odds for sure. What about the wet? Yeah, good, good wet track form. Well, look, as we look now, soft four goes for two wins in a second. Obviously not in the heavy, but if it gets to that, hopefully it doesn't. But he looked pregnant in the mountain yard the other day. So I'm <laughs> pretty sure he'll come on and looks, uh, looks a nice little ride for Geordie Charles. Well, your man Geordie Charles, what's the tactics from gate 13? I haven't spoke about that yet. Uh, we'll just let, you know, sort of get closer to the day, but I'm sure Lloyd will have a plan and I'll, 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 field, I'll field that one for you. He'll go forward. <laughs> <laughs> Will you take incentivise on? Well, come on, give us something. something. The exclusive podcast. Come Mate, on. We're, we're paying you. Hello? Oh, oh, he, he's lost the line, he says. He's lost the line. That old chestnut, Britt. That old chestnut. <laughs> Uh, look, uh, look, I don't know. Well, when you say take incentivise on, he's a natural go forward horse owner. And incentivise, well, obviously he's going to go forward. So we're not going to make it easy for him. Can he win, Britt? I don't have him sort of in the, the top bracket of them. But as Gator said, you know, he gets the distance. He ran well in the race in 2018 with the lightweight. So, uh, you know, have to be in with the hope. When you can get the trip well, um, you have to be in it. All right, the favourite is number two, Incentivise. Moody looking for his first major. Brett Preble, the fairy tale to continue. He was odds on this time last week. What price now, Quinny? He continues to drift since we spoke last. He's now $2.50. He's touched two sixty a couple of times, and that's been snapped up. So maybe that's sort of the elastic band that punters are working with. Personally, I think he'll jump about two eighty. dollars Gee, getting close to $3. I'll wow. have a little something of that. Um this is what Brett Preble had to say when I had to chat to him on Racing Pulse because the reason for the drift is he's drawn the extreme outside. He'll jump from 18. The last winner from 18 was Dunedin in 2012. But Brett Preble doesn't seem to be that concerned. I think the upside for, for me is, is uh, he doesn't have a horse like outside him from the jump. So, you know, he can just see him if he dwells a little bit. He can still um, pick up his speed in his own, uh, in his own time in a sense. So... He'll tell me where he's going to be, really. You know, if he's not going to travel well enough to be in front, well, we, we won't be there. But um, if, he, if he's travelling swift, he'll just roll along and, and just enjoy his race and, and build from where we need to. Yeah, he handles wet ground. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll adapt. He's, he's an easy go uh, going to the horse, and he, he takes everything to his stride. Does the barrier pose any concern for you, Brittany? Are you less confident after drawing that gate? I just think that Brett Preble's comments there, he just didn't seem to be bothered whatsoever. Like, it's just like he knows how good the horse is that he can overcome it. And a horse that goes forward, 
Winky can probably touch on more about the Caulfield 2,400-metre start, but he'll just roll forward, put himself there. I just think the horse, what we saw last start, he's a star. Winksy, how do you ride incentivise? Oh, he's got to go forward. Um, and I hope there's no horse outside him because if you're outside him, you're going to be trouble. Uh, but just quick looking, like, there looks to be a little bit of tempo and they and it's a rush down to that or the winning post and it running to a bottleneck, so it can be quite... If you run the Caulfield Cup, you know, eight out of the ten times there'll be interference going to the post the first time. So maybe a blessing where he, he jumps out wide and he misses all that and he can just blend across and take it up. So... Um, yeah, we're going to see how good he is. He's good, but we're going to really see how good he is. Gator, it's interesting, Delphi, the second favourite's just drawn directly in front of him. So it's Ollie and Preble. Is that an advantage for both of them to have each other side by side? Uh, look, I'm not sure about that. I think um, Delphi was a little bit keen early last week, so I don't think they'll want to bustle him too much um, early on. So I don't think he'd be matching motors with him to the first turn, but he'll want to find a spot as well. Um, look, I don't think it's, it's an ideal draw. I think if they got to choose, they wouldn't have picked 20. But um, yeah, I, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll get him beaten either. I think he'll just he will just roll forward as the as the guys have, have referenced. Look, as long as as long as he's not ridden like Might and Power, because he's not. You know, he's a really good horse, but um, not many can do what Might and Power did. It sounds like we're getting close to a JW here, Brett. <laughs> no, 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 don't do it to him. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on already, just leave that on. Uh, we're all in the incentivised calf? Yeah, I am. Give us strength. I'm going to go for him to get beat. I'm going to say Montefilio. You, you going... Wait, we've got to record. Hang on, go. Go now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, is that, that alarm, did that alarm really oh, work? I just... You're talking in your sleep. Might as well just try. You've got to add fuel to the fire, you know. Um, he's very good, and I was I had my doubts on him until he's, he's obviously gone on and produced the goods, uh, but... It's going to have to go to another level again from drawing 20 in a Caulfield Cup. It's a just totally different race. Would you go a bottle of wine on that? With who? With Fred. <sighs> You're down to Ziv. Well, is she tipping into Cenobis? Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, Jesus. He's perked up then, didn't he? Eh? Um, uh, yeah, actually, I will. I will. Why not? Jeez. And this could be, this is it. If I get beat, well, then she, she wins the whole yeah, series. Yeah, hard to That's come it. back from three. All right, wow. Have, in saying that, I've, you know, I've been the underdog well, three times. Could we, like, could we, should we be fair and maybe... Give, what, uh, give me some lengths. What, give me what, length, couple, like how much? How many lengths would you give Montefilia to make this an even contest, Gator? Uh, how many lengths? Yeah, I think Montefilia... Yeah, well, Montefiore is actually well-weighted, so the handicap has helped compared to 55 and a half for incentivise. She won the... Uh, Just the... how many lengths would you be yeah, giving okay. Wixie? Yeah, I don't need the history. Thanks for rushing me. Um, <laughs> uh, I reckon he needs uh, four or five. Ooh. Five, so we'll go five. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Are you happy with that, Brett? I was going to give you three. No, no, no. We'll go, all right, if you're going to give me three and go to set five, I'll give you four. Oh, four. All right, done. All right, all right I like it. Uh, Montefiore's got a four-length So I've only got to be within four, so 3.9, <laughs> beautiful. All right, three bottles of the $1,700 plonk uh, or nothing. All right, this is good. Explosive oh, Jack. Them. <laughs> hey, Quinny, Explosive Jack, how much do we need to put on to get three bottles of that expensive wine? He's been stepped at the longer odds. He's now fourteen dollars in from fifteen and four forty into three ninety to run a place. He was still seventeen dollars once the barrier draw was conducted. A long shot that has attracted support. I think he's going really well, but maybe Flemington thirty two hundreds his go. No one has won the Caulfield Cup, I think, Brit for about eighty years from Gate One. 
Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And we talk about sort of that wash-up in the, the first uh, sort of few hundred metres of, of a Caulfield Cup. I love, in any staying race, that's one of my favourite things to watch is just the jockeys jostling for position in that run to a first bend. And Yeah, we'll see that here. I thought the run in uh, the Turnbull was really good to the line, um, so certainly think it's going well. Later. Yeah, look, I'm a fan of closing speed, and he was race fastest time, last 200 in the uh, Turnbull, and he wasn't well-weighted, whereas Young Werther was. Because he'd won all those derbies, uh, he had 58 in that set weights penalties race, and Young Werther had 53.5. So he meets him better at the weights, he gets out to 2,400. So if you're making a case for Young Werther, you have to make one for him, I think. So can win? Oh, well, uh, can he beat incentive? Outside, if incentivise gets beaten and underperforms, and that's what you're banking on if you're betting against him, then there's, there's probably eight really le- uh, legitimate winning hopes, I think. So he's one of those second level. Yeah, I think he's one of them. Gets a soft run. Kira Ma, used just ready to peak third up and gets through the wet track. Number four is the chosen one. Ran a blinder in this race last year, Quinny. What's the market telling us? Yeah, another one that's attracted each way support. $15 into 11, subsequently 11 back to 15 since the barrier draw. I think the weather will be a key component with this gallop up. That is a question, Gator. If if the track is soft or worse, what are your thoughts on the chosen one? I thought he handled the soft six track really well first up. I don't have a major issue with it. Um, he, As you said, he ran well in it last year. He only got a half kilo more, and he ran fourth in a Melbourne Cup as well, didn't he? So he's pretty well weighted for what he's done. His effort to be the fastest horse of any horse home last week at Caulfield, last 200, outside of two slowly run sprint races, it was the quickest time of any horse last 200 at the end of 2500. He's flying this horse. Tell me who's weighted poorly in this cup. The top weight's 55 and a half. Mm. Who's weighted poorly? Yeah. Um, oh, look, look. I, I think I don't think anyone you could say is weighted poorly. I think there's a lot of them are weighted fairly, yeah. and some have, have snuck in really well. So that that's the, the way I've I've looked at the race. All right. So I mean, I can't remember the last time we had a 55 and a half kilo top weight in the Caulfield Cup. Uh, what do you think about the chosen one, Britt? Well, as Gator said, you know, you love that closing speed when they're, when they've, you know, at a journey and we saw that last week backs up. Um, again, we're talking about these all, you know, in with a chance or anything, but they have to be incentivized. Yeah, he runs well, I think. Like closing speed, you can't knock that. Trainers a bit of a freak, you get in the peak in big races too, so um, Jock knows how to win one. So he's not the worst. All right. So he's a, maybe a, he's top five, you'd say. He's currently the fourth favourite. Then we go down to uh, one of the outsiders here, Quinny. What price, Ocean Billy? Ocean Billy is going to be one of the outsiders on Saturday. Often we do see specking for some of the bolters, but at $81 in from 100 to 1, certainly does tick that box from the Wallace stable. Don't know much about the Kiwi. Britt, do you give him any hope? Yeah, look, don't know a whole lot about him either. Obviously, the market probably tells the story and he's the outsider for a reason. Data? Uh, look, he won the Auckland Cup really well. He beat Sir Charles Road. Uh, the problem is Sir Charles Road was a long, long way off the chosen one when they clashed in February. Yeah, enough said there. Sound ran third in that Auckland Cup and he wouldn't get near him. All right, gee, I'd love to see Persan run a big race for Linda Meach. We know he was amazing in the Melbourne Cup last year. What price, Quinny? Have we skipped Salino, number six? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I no. thought it might have been scratchy. You know what? Awkward. Good <laughs> well, it might Good as well afternoon. be shilly, but it might as well be scratchy. <laughs> Good afternoon. Oh, no. might as well. No. Hello. Is court. that on record? Hello. It might as well be scratchy. Hello. Hello. Chris Waller, horse, might as well be well, scratched. here's a trivia question. When was the last time Waller had three runners in a group one and they were all 70 to one plus, Quinny? No, I heard that on RSN and that was one of the best questions I've ever heard off the SMS machine. I don't know, but Salino... Is $81. Another one, though, that touched 101 and has been spent. So maybe a few people out there think the seawaller factor could produce some magic. But as you alluded to, one of the runners on form that is hard to come at. So you're giving it a chance? No, no. <laughs> no, no. I didn't. See, I'm just, no, I didn't say that. I just, you can't miss the waller. You can't, it's, you can't say it should be scratched. Can you pump up for it all, Britt? No, I'm not pumping up. <laughs> I'm just listening and thinking... When I'm having a quaddy, should I do something really silly in case there's a massive blowout only because you've just said it should be scratched? <laughs> but I don't think I will. <laughs> All right, Gator, help me. Uh, I think he needs further. All right, that'll do. Now we get to Persan, who ran a great race last year and in the Melbourne Cup. Linda Meach, uh, she's riding outstandingly well at the moment. Quinny, what price Persan? Has been 34 into 26 since the barrier draw. I still think that might be a touch of overs for a place play. Do you give Persan a top three, genuine top three hope, Britt? Yeah, I think, like, first up 61 kilos, that's a big ask for, for any horse, and I thought that uh, he was able to run really well then. So, yeah, definitely has to be up there. Performed in the wet. We know he stays. Gator, where have you got Persan? Yeah, look, he's got enough quality to run so well in last year's Melbourne Cup, hasn't he? So uh, he, he's in the game somewhere, probably a, a third-level chance for me. Third yeah. level, so what's that third place. Like bottom third of the last third of the field? Or? So I've got uh, as one in the top in the A plus bracket that's incentivized, probably six or seven in the A minus, and he's probably a B plus. Okay. Hmm, school teacher. This was reminding me of Gator's uh, report cover. Then I thought, oh, no, that's probably no. a little bit too high. The letters weren't that advanced. That's all you have to do is the pass, alphabet. mate. You only have yeah, to pass. Yeah, it's correct. Do enough. You only have to pass, mate. Form guide would say did enough. Yeah, exactly right. Wings' uh, uh, form guide say uh, needs to focus. Blinkers on. No, I'm, mate, I'd pass. I'd pass. I'd okay. pass. Can Persan pass, many? Oh, he'll pass. He'll pass a few for sure. You know, talk about a horse on the rise. Like he was like, last preparation to get to where he got to. Melbourne Cups, uh, like Rich said, sixty-one first up, probably a little bit flat in the Turnbull. No weight, wet track form, not the worst. Quick thinker, if the rain comes, Quinny, will the ma- the money come as well? Yeah, this has been a ruffie that's been specked. It was one hundred and one dollars on Monday. Now at fifty-one, the win, eleven the place. Does he need a bog gator to be so. competitive? I think yeah. that's the key because he, I don't think he quite has the class to win a Caulfield Cup if he doesn't get a very heavy track. And a lot of his key rivals don't have genuine heavy form, do they? That was a figure run in the Metrop uh, going along at that speed in a swoopers race. His run prior to that to Great House was good. Great House wouldn't be a 1000 to one Anyone putting their hand up for quick thinker? No. No. No, Britt? No. All right. No, Move on to Chapada. Where's the weatherman over there? Is he getting, well, getting he's not right. Talk about someone that didn't pass going to school, oh. the weatherman. Yeah. Do you know what? There's not a cloud in the sky right now. It is blazing sun as we record this on a Thursday afternoon, yet they're still predicting 40 to 50 mils will hit Caulfield between now and Caulfield Cup Day. It's a big chance it'll miss. 40 to 50? Yeah. It's hard to try. We'll have to get two of every animal. <laughs> We've got two horses. That's good. <laughs> Jason Kerr, the track manager, said this morning... 
if the rain comes, it'll be heavy. Oh, how much rain? Now I'm confused. Yeah, well, I think most of the meteorologists are confused. Well, it's a well. soft six now after last night. Yeah. So, All right. moving on. <laughs> Chapada, quitting? Chapada currently $61. Anyone give Chapada a top three chance? Well, he's not a 1,001, is he? He ran well in the no, Turnbull. No, $61. Yeah, he gave incentivised a scare there, incentivised $2 something, so he must have a case. You've ridden Chapada before, haven't you, Lucy? I have. Uh, gentleman to ride. So from 18, Daniel Stackash can put him where he wants to. Uh, top run the other day. Just having ridden him, I think he just lacks that killer punch. Okay. Uh, Quinny, Delphi, this is the second favourite. What price is Delphi? Currently $8, as short as $6 before the barrier draw. Gee, he was impressive on Saturday, Britt. Um, is there any concern, as Gator mentioned, drawing out there and he can maybe go a little bit fierce in the run? Well, I tried to take on Animo last week because of the gate, Damien Oliver, and I think I learnt my lesson there where you just let the best do the best. And uh, I think Damien Oliver can, you know, keep him under control. When was the last time that he rode 52 and a half? I just think that's so telling. Yeah, he's on lettuce leaves in the treadmill uh, mm. watching Ted Lasso all week, he said. <laughs> so, uh, it's a pretty good indication. He's been trying to equal... Uh, the record of most Caulfield Cup wins for over 20 years now. <laughs> he's got yep. four in the pocket, and this is probably his best chance, Gator, for a long, long time. Yeah, look, he's a serious winning hope, isn't he? That was only start nine the other day. He's not one of those imports that's come here with 57 starts under his belt. Uh, he went early, and he held off the chosen one who ran so well in this last year. He gets down in the weights. Um, he's staying form at home. All of it is, is exceptional. He got pipped by Master of Reality, who summer tipping in a Melbourne Cup last year. So, gee, it's a good case. Wet track? What's his Two on the profile? soft for a win. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, the vision of his soft track win, um, but I'll have to dig that up. But uh, I wouldn't think on, on breeding on, and off that it'd be a massive uh, concern. But he hasn't seen heavy, and that's an unknown. Mm. If this rain comes, my app must be broken. It says 20 to 30 mils. I've got no idea what's going on. <laughs> Yours might be right. Oh. Um, the great man's going to have to be at his best. It's purely in symbiote with Gator. He was a bit. He was keen the other day. Will um, it take the edge off him on the backup? Oh, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Um, and I'm, I'm probably there's one horse you probably wanted to draw low would have probably been him for that mm. reason that he can get on the on the chewy. But yeah, he's just going to have to leave it to him. And he's probably Damien's probably one jock that hoping they do rush to the first corner and he can find a little hole somewhere because you don't want to overstart him with. Doing that, he, he may just over-race and he's, he could run his race, you know, the first half a mile. Definite top three all through, yeah, everyone? absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. In the game. In the, in the game, okay. He's keeping his powder uh, dry. He, he wants Can't to even reveal see sheets at the end of it. I'm not allowed to leave his, leave his sheet. He turns them over. Hey, Quinny, what price have you got Master of Rewind? He was favourite for the Caulfield Cup at one stage last year and he, he lost all form, but maybe we saw a glimpse of it in the Bart Cummings. Well, if you anticipate he'll continue that form, he's 31 the win and $7 the place. Look, if he's back on track, um, then I think he's a key hope. He was given none in this race last year, and he just ran well in the Turnbull prior to that. and was right on the heels of Very Elegant, who won the Caulfield Cup. He was terrific at Flemington, really found the line. It was a tough day to be a swooper. Uh, so he's back in the good books. I couldn't tip him on top by any stretch, but um, I think he's back in the, uh, the good books. I think that's the way to sum it up. Back in the good books, yeah. wet tracks, not an issue. 
light weight, back down, the, you know, a little bit of inside information. I know John Hawkes was of the opinion he just doesn't like Sydney way of going and obviously got back down to Melbourne and produced what he can. So last year probably ridden upside down, this year conservative, uh, live, he, he can run top five maybe. Okay, Where, can you, are you a top five as well, Brett? I just think that's interesting you're saying about not going the Sydney way of going. I thought probably a little bit hard to trust just off the back of one good run. Sometimes, you know, you get that peak performance and you want to see them do it again. So I was sort of in the corner of hard to trust. But if we're going just off that Flemington run, then that was a, a promising performance. All right. And here comes the winner. The winner. According to <laughs> Montefiore, Jai what, McNeil. What price is uh, Montefiore? Because it'll be shorter, shortened as soon as people hear this podcast, Brittany. <laughs> we might have already had a bet, Winks. He has firm from $17 into 16 there you go. All right, I'll, I'll have the case against first, Brett. No, let's hear, let's hear the case for. Tell me why, why she wins and why I need to start getting the bottle of red purchased. Run well, the other, obviously won the other day in a high-pressure race, which I'm tipping is going to be Saturday. Proven at the trip, proven in the wet. Melbourne Cup winning jockey in form. There you go. Jeez, how many ticks do you want? <laughs> You'll write a reply, Brett. <laughs> To me, it's it's not so much a, a knock on her. It's the fact that you come up against this horse with tremendous X factor. Yeah, well, I've got four links up my sleeve. All right, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she wasn't far away against the boys in the derby, and that's the explosive Jack Young Verda form. Is the Metrop form good enough, Gator? Uh, well, well, it was a pressure race this year, as, as James referenced. So that's a test of endurance, and she passed it. Uh, I think 2,500 fines are... Uh, is okay for her. I think 2,510 is an issue. I think she only, you know, she just gets it, I reckon. Um, but look, she beat in Tonto, who had a, probably a slightly harder run um, and did a great job. Look, she's going to run well, probably without winning. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as long as she's within four lengths. <laughs> uh, number 13 is Port Guillem. No hope. Good to see Harry Cuffey with a ride, though. What price is it, uh, Quinny? Yeah, great feel-good story, this one for Harry, but currently an $81 chance. Might be unders for mine. What do you think, Gator? Oh, you have to forgive the last run. He was lame. He ran on well prior to that behind Nonconformist, who's, you know, third favourite. So you give him a chance? No. (laughs) (laughs) Wingsy? No, but great to see Harry have a ride. He's a good kid, good jockey, and he's been presented with an opportunity in the Caulfield Cup, so it's a day you won't forget. All right. Anything, Britt? No, thanks for me. I'm glad to see Harry with the ride. Here's one that could be uh, a longer price chance if it gets wet. She's ideal. What price, Quinny? Currently $31. Okay. Well, I, I thought that's probably around a right quite nothing too generous there. But is she a, a horse that could run into a place, do you think, Ada? Well, she was terrific winning two runs ago. With the pattern of the day on her side, she had the rails trail and one well beat Montefiore, who had the pattern against her. Montefiore was able to turn the tables on her in the Metro, but she drew out that day, went back and wide, um, her late sections were good. She was only beaten three lengths. Um, there's a case for sure. Brit? Well, coming out of the same race as Montefilia, Montefilia is, what can you say, around that $16 quote. She's ideal pretty much double that. So um, oh, there has to be a case there. Winksy? Yeah, soft draw. Posse's up nice. Yeah, definitely not the worst. All right, the last few uh, really good chances. Young Verta. Is he second favourite or third favourite, uh, Quinny? Yeah, he is. Currently a $10 chance, has been backed in from $11 in the last couple of days. 
Let's have a listen to what Danny O'Brien had to say about young Verta. He'll run to the post the first time and, and hopefully hold a spot. I would have thought midfield, one off the fence and in a rhythm and uh, hopefully relaxed you know, from, from the early stages of the race to get a, as good a trip as possible so that he can be strong late in the, in the race. We'd love it if, if we could lock in a soft, soft six or a soft seven now. Yeah, that, that's usually a very fair surface. If we got that torrential rain all Friday night and, and it ended up a heavy nine or ten, then you're really in uncharted territory, certainly, for, for young birders. So uh, I hope we don't get a, a complete you know, mutters track there on Saturday. Uh, you know, Caulfield's such a great track and, and Jason prepares it so well that uh, it'll cope with a lot of rain. We just hope it doesn't get into that really heavy range. Yeah, look, he, he must have a case. I mean, he obviously chased, incentivised last time. They met on similar weight terms. I think it's probably advantage incentivised at the 2400. Uh, they were both only second up. Uh, he was pipped by Explosive Jack, who's summer tipping in a derby as well, beat Montefilia. So he's only on one race, but I think that's unfair on him. I think he's, um, he's genuinely in that, in that uh, A-minus mm. bracket, yep. He looked like he was going to beat incentivised last uh, Brit, didn't he? Uh, and incentivised just was able to guts it out. I honestly thought he was going to go straight past Incentivise watching it live and Incentivise did what only a good horse can do and that's fine. Uh, but I think he has to be probably the danger here given what we saw uh, last start and uh, we heard Danny O'Brien's comments there. I think the horse is going really well. Yeah, yeah, I hear all that. Um, you're potting the horse? No, I'm not potting him. not potting him. I just think Explosive just beaten him a number of times. Floating artist form failed yesterday. Yes, he did run he well behind Chapada. Uh, yeah, no, look, he'll, he'll run. He, yeah, he's definitely top five chance, but yeah, I, I'd prefer nonconformist over him. Well, that brings us to nonconformist. What price, Quinny? Nonconformist currently 13 the win, 370 a place. It's hard to find a better form line uh, other than incentivised probably with non-conformist at the moment. Everything around him is flying. He's drawn a really sticky gate though. And does he run a group one high pressure 2400? What do you think? I think he's gone to another level, which he, ha- he, ha- he has to. Uh, drawn sticky, but got 51 and a half. So you, you're, you can use a couple of carrots going to the post. Uh, he, he's not aggressive horse, so again, you can give him a step and try and find a spot. But Craig Williams, he, he locked this ride in pretty early after he won. I'm not sure he won, and he locked him straight in. So that gives you a bit of confidence. Only negative, he, heavy, no, I wouldn't have thought it would be any good for him. He's got a good change-up speed, so that would be a negative for him. So top three for you? Uh, top four. Okay. Yeah, look, I've got him top three. I think... Um he was obviously terrific last time. You know, went straight past the Cox Plate favourite. Now, he's only been to 2,500 metres once. It was in the Mornington Cup. Unfortunately, we didn't really get any guide whether he can stay or not because it was effectively a 2,500 metre barrier trial. They crawled through the first half of that race. So we just didn't get a guide on his, the depth of his endurance, that's all. All right. What have you got to add, Rit? Is he a genuine winning hope? I'm thinking place, but as we're going through each runner by runner, I'm thinking, geez, you know, we've all said incentivise to win, but if we're, you know, trying to play the place, there's sort of three or four of them in that sort of category that you'd be really considering to, to back for a place, and, and he's one of them. Yeah, and, and I think so is Jewess. After what we saw yesterday, she was brilliant, and this has just got... Ed Cummings' grandfather written all over it. A McKinnon into a Melbourne Cup. The Coongee into the Caulfield Cup. What price is Jewess now, Quinny? 
well, it was $34 prior to that very impressive victory. Reopened at 14, got out to 17, but back from 17, back into 16. I think if there's going to be an upset with a soft run, 51 kilos, gate three, I reckon if something happens to incentivise, it could be Jewess that knocks, knocks you off. Yeah, I think she's a key hope. I've got her sixth top rated. She was uh, had excuses second up and a really good win-beating floating artist on Wednesday. Turns around. Her Oaks winning Queensland was exceptional. Real substance on the clock. Last 600 up there. Wet track, 51. Jocks airborne. Uh, yeah, gee, she was good yesterday. Um, yeah, why not? Lord, love stayer on a quick backup. Yeah. All right, Charm Star, anyone a chance? No. Good late sectionals in the Metro, but uh, others ahead. All right. And then the emergency is unlikely to get a run. Uh, Quinny, leave us with your best backed in the Caulfield Cup. Look, it still is incentivised who's been the best back, but the market movers since the draw, the chosen ones attracted support, non-conformist, explosive Jack and Young Verda. The top two in the market just pushed out slightly after the wide gates. All right, Britt, I'm going to let you go first. Give us your top four in this year's Caulfield Cup. I'm still trying to order these placings. After we've gone through them all, I thought I had it all locked in, and now I'm starting to chop and change, but I do think incentivised wins. I just thought he was so impressive, his progression. We talked about it two weeks ago, and everything that he's done, he just keeps raising the bar, and he did what you shouldn't be able to do, and that just keep on finding after the pressure that he had to absorb in the Turnbull. So I think he wins. And you're not even going to give us the, 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 the wow. rest? First, second, right. and third. It's good horse. All right, let me order them. Um, let's go. <laughs> Three lengths, daylight. Three lengths, daylight. That's it. Um, let's go. Young Verda, second. Delphi, third, and then Nonconformist, fourth. All right, there we go. We finally got it out of it. Uh, all right, Winksy. Yeah, well, obviously Montefiore for me. Incentivise Dewis. I think. Then it's, oh, it's hard. Like, you've got Delphi, Nonconformist, Young Werther. Gator Dog. All righty. Incentivise, I think, um, wins. Delphi, a big danger. Nonconformist, the chosen one, my best value. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, incentivise just needs a little bit of luck, and it'll be <laughs> winning, <laughs> I think. Loves an asterisk. Oh, it'll be winning. Uh, incentivise, I think the big danger is Jewess. I've got Incentivise on top of Jewess. Uh, I'm a little bit... Like you, Gator, I think Holmesman. Um, he's only got 55 and a half. has been a little ignored. I'll put him in for third. And for fourth, I'll be putting in Young Verta. That's our look at the Caulfield Cup, the top four. Britt, we'll let you get back to work and we will catch you next week as we count down to what will be an unbelievable Cox Plate. You have a great weekend. Thank you. You too, boys. All right. Don't you go anywhere, though, because on the other side of this, we're going to find you the rest of the winners at Corfin, the best bet, maybe even coming up in the Everest. You're listening to 10 Speaks Racing, brought to you by The Tab. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
It's Viander Cross out wide. Gatherno near the inside and Mannerism in the centre. Clear of Equidity. Viander Cross the outside has taken the lead in the cup now from Mannerism and then Gatherno and Equidity. Viander Cross in front of Mannerism. Viander Cross answering the urgings of Shane Dyer head in front. Mannerism coming at him. Viander Cross maybe a nose to Mannerism who's booted right on the line and made it close. Viander Cross. Oh, it was a deceptive finish. Viander Cross, RSI, he lost the compass. Is that one of the great slaughters of the group one? Mannerism getting up, Wixie? <laughs> I didn't see it. What? <laughs> what? We'll, we'll all not, pitch in and buy the, your TV. Not the full, I haven't seen the full race. I've what? seen the last bit. Yeah, honestly. I just haven't. Really? Yeah, I've obviously. I didn't get on a horse last 15. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get a TV to your second. I remember that race vividly, Gator, because I was, well, 92, so I would have been 16, I think, and I was pushing trolleys, mm. working for Safeways. You're still pushing? In, in Moravan. <laughs> yeah, I've and seen I, was, you. I was filthy. I got rostered on the Saturday shift because I really liked mannerism. Yeah. So I got the parents to back mannerism for me, and I'm listening under, underneath in the car park <laughs> to, to the great race call, and, and Miles, he called <laughs> the hand across the window, yeah. threw the push the trolley into the wall in disgust. Tell you only one to thing. find out later that she'd got up. She did. I um, tell you one thing. I'd be a little uh, cautious about admitting to crimes right at the minute, uh, <laughs> given that, that bloke that went to WA got three months jail. Um, so just be, just if you're underage gambling, I'd just be a little uh, cautious right at right at the minute. Uh, it, it was it was put on by a bowler, so that was fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not going to go through every race on Caulfield Cup, but there are a few nice races. I'm going to throw a few names at you and tell me what Kapalua Sunset, favourite in the Ethereal, favourite for the Oaks. Do you like her on Saturday? Do you like her in the Oaks? Yeah, look, I've tipped her on Saturday. She just looks to be profiling uh, really strongly in a race um, in a generation that looks a bit even, let's say. Now, the manifold form held up well on Wednesday in the 1,000 guineas, so that adds plenty of strength to her opposition. Most of them come through that manifold. But on with her to answer your question on Saturday. I think she'll progress. What price is she on Saturday, Quinny? <laughs> Favourites on the program, and uh, we can currently help ourselves to the luxurious odds of $2.25. Cool. Well, Winksy doesn't like that. Too tight. Do you yeah. think she, she's a risk? Oh, look, very, very impressive, but... Um, 225. Yeah, that's Oof. a bit rude. Jeez, yeah. Well, Quinny, Oof. Quinny was the one who told him to pay out on Zaki, so he, he did. Yeah, he's got to try and get some money back <laughs> for him. Oh in the dear, court. oh dear. <laughs> well, it hasn't lost yet. Well, no. definitely hasn't won either. No, that's true. <laughs> uh, where's your best on Saturday? I think uh, get it early. Get in early. Uh, race one, number ten, Eagles Craig, lovely horse, progressive, jumps, puts himself on speed. It'll be short. Quinny, what price? Even money, but hopefully plenty of punters can start the day by doubling up there and has been well anchored through the all-up bets. We'll double the bank in race one, uh, Gator. Yeah, you could do that, or take him all up into race two, number one, Vianello. Um, And uh, that's the way I'm going to start the day anyway. Vianello, race two at around about $2.50. Ned's Classic. Gunstock favourite, and his favourite for the Derby. Or no, probably second favourite now. I forgot you might be the favourite, Quinny. Um, do you like who do you like in the Neds on Saturday? Yeah, look, I like the blinkers going on him. I think he's crying out to get the the, the hood on, and that could improve him lengths. But I've just lent to the uh, this horse Micro at the top. He comes through the Stut Stakes, and a few of those run well in the Guineas on uh, last Saturday. All right, who's been the best back runner outside of Caulfield, the Caulfield Cup, Quinny? 
Um, just on the Derby, you're right. Forgot use a four dollar favourite. Gunstock's currently ten dollars. So if you do anticipate Gunstock will perform well, then you might be interested in that sort of a quote. The money has come for Colette at Caulfield on Saturday. A lot of that has to do with the weather, obviously. But she's been back from four dollars into three dollars. Race seven, number two. If she hadn't had that hoof abscess, mm. a wet track going into a Caulfield Cup, she would have been many people's top pick. It's a fourteen hundred metre race. The Tristark on Saturday. Is that the only query? It's a big query because what she's not doing at the moment is quickening mm. in her races. And when you see that and a horse comes back in troop, it's poisonous. The thing is, she's one of the best wet trackers on the planet. Uh, so, and she's better than mare's grade. So what do you do as a punter? I look, as a bookie, I, I think it's a real challenge, that race. Rubisaki's another mudlark. Are you with or against her on Saturday? She'll need a bit of luck from that draw. But, you know, she's very, very good. She has won for a while. She's in the quality, but not on top for me. All right. And almost the most intriguing runner of the day for mine is in the last, Enthar. What price is Enthar, Quinny? If you asked me Monday, the answer would have been $11. If you ask me when you are, it's $4.40. She's the second elected that quote. Malkovich, a $4 favourite, in from six. And we've got current five fifty. Oxley Road, seven. She's become an enigma, Enthar. She was a... The, the, the flying Pegasus into the Blue Diamond, but just couldn't, almost a bit like Profiteer, they couldn't mm. control her. She's been entered a number of times, but they've chosen to hold her back until Saturday. How do you think she's going, Gator? Uh, well, I've only seen one jump out, and um, look, I wouldn't say it wasn't classic legend-like. You know, it wasn't nature strip. It wasn't outstanding. I couldn't tip her on top, but she's in the quaddy. All right, that's a lovely segue. Who wins the Everest? Look, I'm with Nature Strip this year. I think that draws perfect for him to just roll across and control the uh, the Everest. Who do you, who do you want to Depending weather, I think Classic Legend will win. I think he's airborne. Just yeah, he just looks a different. Obviously, had a lot to do with him down at Werribee. He's just a lovely animal, and I just think Lesbury just got him sherry right. Yeah, I think he's going to be the one to beat. I'm going to have a little something each way on Geetra. What price can I get, Quinny? currently at $9, one of the runners that's been abandoned a little bit because the money has been with the top two. Nature Strip, very prominent, now into 420, the joint favourite at that quote. Quinny, outstanding as always. Uh, Gator, good punting over the weekend. Uh, we are getting closer to Melbourne Cup Week, which we can't wait for. Get some humans here. We will have, oh, I know, how good's that? 10,000. Well, I don't know what to do. Cup yeah. day, final day. You'll Where be right, park? You'll be practicing your autograph again there, yeah, Wixie. Absolutely. <laughs> Photos, selfies. Yeah. Uh, boys, enjoy Caulfield Cup Day, one Thank of the great race days. Can't wait. And uh, the Everest in Sydney as well. Hope you've enjoyed this edition of uh, 10 Speaks Racing, brought to you by the Tab. Back plenty of winners. We'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.